good whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening this is the pna podcast express this is your tuesday edition tuesday in november what oddly warm for november right i don't know that i like it 7 a.m on a tuesday in november oh it's supposed to be august feeling good on a wednesday so anyway yes he's adam filkins i'm phil nickel this is the pna podcast express we're doing something we haven't done in a long time. We're recording from the old STD. We are. I've we looked are. at I looked at Ashley's notes, and it's probably been a solid two months since we've recorded from the old STD. Yeah, I believe Maybe so. Maybe even three. I believe so. Actually, probably further back than that, because the last time we recorded anywhere but the STD was the debacle of the episodes with JB and Shelly yes. at Ruth, which that, that was effectively the end of my relationship with her. So <clears throat> not to bring that up, but oh. everyone crickets all around. So how are you doing? I'm fucking great. You know, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. I'm, I'm okay. Um, I, I'm ready for some life changes for the positive. Um, just feeling a lot, uh, going through a lot. Uh, a lot of information this week, a lot of changes, a lot of things I want to do, but they're all positive. Uh, I want to get my shit together, I guess, for once. Not that my shit isn't together. A lot of people think I'm a very put-together person, but I don't because I can see all the cracks in the foundation and the little things that are awry, and uh, I fixate on them. As you very well know, uh, I obsess over things. You, you are much like myself. You are successful, but not necessarily put together. Right, right. There's a big difference there. Oh, that's 100%. So, so I just want to work on some of these things. I want to work on uh, drinking less. Um, I want to work on uh, being better as a human, um, trying to do um, a little bit more. Uh, hopefully the thing pans out where I get on a village council. I'll know that within a, a, a week from tomorrow. So, nice. I mean, I, I want to be able to give back and make some changes, do some things. Um, just trying to be better. My son turned 15 yesterday, and that was real eye-opening um, because time is flying. And one of the things I realized is I've been I've been almost like the movie. It's the movie. Is it Click, right? The one with, uh, with Adam Sandler with the remote control. Yeah. We fast yeah. forwards. And I feel like I've been doing that, but with booze in my life. Like, I feel like things have been going by too quickly because it's just been mostly, like, partially a drunken haze. Yeah, I can understand and, that. And, you know, the one thing they say, and I don't feel like I'm an alcoholic, although I've battled my demons in the past, but I feel like a lot of people, like, if you sit in the AA, they will talk about how when they're not drinking, every minute feels like an hour and they're white-knuckling it. And I don't feel like that when I'm not drinking. Like, take, for instance, like, Friday... I didn't drink at all. I felt fine. Yesterday, I had two beers when I was out to dinner with with a few people for my son's birthday. That was it. I came home. I was cool. I couldn't sleep last night because I had a lot on my brain. And yeah, I, I'm guilty of spending $270 on Amazon at fucking 2 o'clock this morning. Well, yeah. But it wasn't in a drunken haze. Like, I'm fully aware of everything. <laughs> you, you fully knew that you were doing that. Right, right. Well, actually, technically, it was at 1.30 because at 2.30, it was now 1.30 because of the time change. But I digress. So... I want to clean up a bunch of shit at my house. I want to get organized. I want to get my life together. I want a life that I can be, like, like proud of. Like, a lot of times, my house isn't terrible, but it could use a lot of improvement inside. Like, a tidying up. Yeah. Clutter. Ours is the same way. A little We've bit of dirt. Much. We've got too much shit. Like, I'd like to be able to have, like, guests and maybe invite people over. And, and like, it's tough, yeah, though. I don't, I it's still tough. don't think I'd like that. It's tough <laughs> for me. It's tough for me because I do live alone. And um, I, don't have a lo- I don't have a lot of time. It's what you make time for. You know, that's the thing about life. It's not necessarily... There's time for everything. It's if that's what you prioritize. And so that's what I'm kind of working on. Well, you know, there was a... Uh, there was something I heard on TV that made me think of, like, both the way you and I do things. Like, we're both pretty much capacity operators. Right. Like we operate at capacity and... You know, we both, I, I've learned over the last several years that to, to say no. And I'm working on it, and I'm getting there. I am getting there. But, you know, I heard a quote, there's, uh, somebody said this, and I don't remember what, what it was on, but I immediately thought, oh, my God, that's Phil and I. Yeah. Um, but it was, you keep saying yes because you're afraid if you say no, they'll stop asking. And that's purely it, because I... I don't know, and this is something that I'm working on, and this is the ultimate message that I came about, and this came about this morning at 5 o'clock in the morning when I couldn't sleep. Um, if I want to actually be in a successful relationship, 
I probably have to like like and love myself first. Yeah, that's, and a, that's a big part of it. And I'm yeah. not, and I'm not there. I'm not there. Um, you know, I want to make some changes, and I know that you know a lot of people say that. Sure, I do. I drink a lot of nights a week. I drink. Um, most of it's out of boredom, but I don't need to. And I can work on scaling that back, and I really should because that's not. I don't want that to be what defines me. And I feel like right now there's there's a whole probably trove of people out there that would say that's one of my defining defining kind of uh, attributes as well he likes to drink and I mean let's face it a lot of people do and who doesn't but much like everything I do in life I take it to radical levels though right that honestly that's consciously why there's certain things that I've never done right like even you know when when edibles started coming out right I didn't do them and didn't didn't do pot thank you sir just because I was afraid I'd All like right. it too much. Thank, Appreciate thank that. you. I don't know if this one's going to be quite empty yet. We'll figure it out. Thanks. Yeah, it'll get there. And that's uh, and that's part of it. And that's part of it. And can I be honest with you? Like, I've done pot probably about 60, 70 times at this point. I've only had about 10 to 15 positive, ex- positive experiences with it. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't get a whole lot, you know. So Cause I, like last time was not a positive experience, and I fully attribute it to that. I I attribute it to other factors you had going on. Okay, <laughs> just because I think you're a lot like me, where it doesn't affect you a ton. The edible side of it, right? I've never smoked it, just because. See, I've smoked it. I, I've I've always been afraid that I would like it too much, right? And uh, you know, alcohol always had. Uh, ramifications if I right if you overindulge much. yes obviously and uh, so you know I, I I just didn't uh, didn't feel that smoking pot would be the best thing for me because if I liked it and there were no ramifications what would stop me and I, I see that a lot <laughs> I'm know. not gonna lie I I know some people that that exact thing like they smoke at these extreme levels but then again as you said there's no hangover they enjoy it and most of them are they're all functional people too. They're functional until they're not. If, uh, here's, how, here's how the best way I can make it make sense. In their day-to-day, they hold down steady jobs, their parents, their family men. But when they're blazed, they're gone. They're just fucking useless. Like, to so, the world. They, they might feeling, be feeling good themselves, but to the world, to the outside world, they're just in a haze, you know, literally. Well... So a big lesson for me was, and that's okay. I don't have a problem with that. If that's what you enjoy, oh, just yeah. like me, just like me, fast forwarding time by fucking going and having fifteen beers, you know? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's no different. So I'm not pointing any fingers, and it is the kettle calling the pot black, but not in a bad way. I'm not saying it's terrible. I'm just saying it's not for me. Right. Well, like, so when I was in college, I had a friend who was. You know, when we were here, I mean, he smoked when we were here. Right. When we were in Sandusky. And uh, we moved to Saginaw. We were roommates over there with a few other people. And he started smoking a lot. And it became like, that became his whole existence. It was and his definition. Watching that. But it it went from, he did it once every few weeks and it didn't affect him to, Dong. holy shit, he is do- nothing but high all the time. Like. Right. You never saw him not high. He got, when we were first moved over there, he got two jobs. He was a straight A student in school. Literally by the end of the first semester living over there, he had failed out of school. He had lost both of his jobs. Wow. His girlfriend was like, you need to do something or we're done. And she eventually did just leave because right. all he did was smoke pot. Like Holy literally Christ. like got up in the morning and couldn't function until he started smoking. Wow. And uh, so, yeah, it was kind of an eye-opener for me that, yeah, I might not want to go down that road. <laughs> you know? No, that's true. And that's, I feel the same way with, like, acid, because I had some friends in college that, like, did it all the time. And sure, they were having a good time, it seemed like, but I'm like, I also saw the other side when they had bad trips, too. And oh, I'm yeah. like, like, this definitely isn't for me. <laughs> if one out of four is going to be this terrible, please don't sign me up for this shit. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, there were times when it was fun when we, you know, I'd drive them around and we'd spend an hour sitting in the fucking Meyer parking lot and they'd laugh at the guy picking up carts. 
Oh, yeah. And I'd laugh, too. But there were also times when they'd be fucking crying and want to fucking hurt themselves and everything else. And you're like, no, you got to talk them down. But there's no reasoning with someone on LSD. Trust me. Oh, no. And I, I watched people. There, there was a, a place we go called Brian's Bungalow. Yeah. When I lived in Saginaw. And it, basically, this guy had every room in his house set up. It was like a three-bedroom house with a, you know... Like a, a small study, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was in the shittiest part that you can imagine. But he lived there on his own, and he painted every. Like you walk into one room, and it was painted like you were in space. Like, Just for people doing psychedelics. Yep. The okay. Fl- the floor was all like glow in the dark. That's pretty stars fucking and rad, shit. though. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. Like even just being a little drunk, it was pretty. Yeah. Pretty awesome walking in there. And he was a really good artist, so like it looked like there was depth to everything. You yeah. walk in, you felt like you were floating. But I also watched people at his house like. I watched a chick like scratching herself horribly because she thought she was covered in feathers. Wow. And like, I mean like clawing herself up, like bleeding and nobody was stopping it. Right. (laughs) Right. She, uh, the minute they'd get her to stop, she'd start back up. Just, uh, I'm checking my fantasy football. Sorry. And, uh, and then, you know, my drummer, of course, thought that he had water in his drums during uh when we were playing opening for the verve pipe <laughs> and uh took his drumsticks and punched them right through it and kicked them over and and we're just like all right thank you and that was literally when i yeah. i packed up my shit in my car and i went back to pack up the rest of my stuff at yeah. the townhouse and that was it like i i, I never did went did you back get any songs that. off or just uh we, we were like four or five songs in and did the verve pipe say what the fuck was that well the cool thing was, is our, our other guitar player was a hell of a songwriter. Like he could right. write lyrics. Like so, you crazy. could play stuff without drums, or yeah. No, 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 no. Okay. Um, all of our stuff was very, very music centric. But he, yeah. he just had. He was really, really good songwriter. So, we, we had. You know, we were excited about that gig because we're like, hey, this could actually push us somewhere. Right. I mean, you're opening we, for a national recording artist. Yeah, and and we weren't first on the list either. We were. We were like. Two acts before the Verve Pipes. The little place is just packed. Yeah. Um, this was at the Saginaw Fairgrounds, and uh, which is, a, you know, an outdoor venue. It's it's right. a cool place, so they have a, a nice stage set up there and stuff. And it was, you know, so we're playing, and there's, there's five or 6,000 people there. Right. And uh, it was just, it was like, holy shit, you know, this is awful. Right. He just, he was flaky the whole day. The the killer part was is he actually took everything the night before, and oh. it didn't hit him until, like. So he thought he was in a clear for the show. Yeah, but, but he was he was pretty fucked up. Now he's a multi millionaire investment guy in Chicago, <sighs> but you know, he uh, he had a rough go of it. He was also a starter on Saginaw Valley as a as a freshman. He was a starting safety, really for SVSU. No and, shit. Uh, I watched his highlight reel from high school, and he was just, he went to Troy Athens. Yeah. And he was just an amazing football player. Wow. And pretty much because of all that, failed out of school. All the drugs. Got kicked off the football team, you know, and uh, was just kind of like, oh, fuck it, until his dad cut him off. And then he's like, oh, shit, this sucks. And then he's living in the basement of a shithole. Over in, uh, over in, you know, off of Rust Avenue. Yeah, I know where Rust <laughs> Avenue is for sure. And uh, that, that's in BV, baby. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, I asked him one time, I'm like, dude, why, why are you living in the basement? Because there were bedrooms upstairs he could have stayed. And he goes, Well, there's been a few drive-bys around here. I'm probably safest down here. Oh my God. I'm just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you have to say that, and you need to reevaluate your life. Yes. And he went from like having a, you know, living in a really nice place when Daddy was footing the bill on everything. Probably driving a decent car and everything. Oh too. yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but then our our guitar player, who is a major pot dealer, yeah, uh, just said to us, "Hey, you know, and I mean, you got to figure this is like back in like nineteen ninety five ish." Yeah. Um, he's like, "Hey, if you guys just want to play in the band, whether we have a gig or not, I'll give you four hundred bucks a week." Really? And we're like, "Well, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, we do." <laughs> so, yeah, that's what we did. That's what we did. And. Uh, was it, that wasn't Dread Trip, was it? Or? No, no, no. Okay. That band was called Hinge. Hinge? And we, we were pretty solid. Yeah. Um, Hinge. Yep. 
That's very 90s. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very, very 1995. Very 90s. Yeah. That's very 1995. Oh, well, man. You know, it, kind of funny, though, because we had more of a grunge sound than a... Uh, than a 90s sound. You know okay. What I mean? Yeah, I, I could get that. And that was, so, a, the, that was early in grunge, too, Oh, 95. very, very early. Because grunge didn't really kick till about 97. Yeah. 96, 97. Well, and, and our other guitar player was, and he was our singer, too. He just played rhythm. You know, he wasn't a, he was a solid rhythm guitar player, but he wasn't, couldn't play a lead to save his life type of thing. Um, but he did all the singing. You know, I did backup vocals. The drummer did a little backup vocals. Our bass player, Bailey, knew how to play bass, so we never put a mic in front of him. Right. Plus, he was the major pothead. I kind of want to learn how to play my bass. I want to pick you, up my bass. and You should. I can yeah. still teach you. I okay, mean, let's do it. No, that's the thing. In, I, in I, I want spare time. Well, I need more hobbies because here's the thing. I think it would curtail drinking a lot more if I had like something I could focus on, but I want to, I have to, the motivation has to come from within, purely. Yeah. But it'd be cool to be able to play like four or five songs on the bass, or at least like the major parts of probably at least a dozen songs on a bass, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, if, if you, depending on how you learn the bass, if you learn how to play the bass. Yeah. You can play anything. You yeah. Know, you can play any song. If you just like learn a few songs, then that's what you're going to be able to play. So I was infatuated this morning at about two when I was watching YouTube videos while scrolling through Amazon and watching uh, watching live videos of, of Rome, uh, Sublime with Rome. And the bass, the bass lines for Sublime songs are some of the most simple bass lines I've ever seen in my life. And I'm like, I could probably catch on to these fairly quickly. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah, you probably could. Like, I was watching him, and I'm like, I'm pretty confident I could do this. with. I'd take pr- some practice. Don't get me wrong. I'm not just going to pick the fucking bass up and have it right now. But give me a solid couple weeks of being serious about it. I think I can nail it down. Oh, I think so, because it's not like you've never picked it up before. Oh, yeah, I've played some. You know, I've had some lessons before. You guys have shown me some shit. Have Have I ever had you listen to Stu Ham uh, playing the Linus and Lucy song? No. He plays a... Now, he, he's probably the best bass player in the world. Right. Um, but this is all just him on bass playing it all at the same time. And it is absolutely insane. Well, let's hear it. Want to hear it? Here it go. Crowd needs to pick, pick me up anyway. I'm gonna fast forward to where he's not talking. Did you uh, did you get my drop? I didn't email it to you though. The fire truck drop because I made I, that one. I did, but I I gotta have an email. I couldn't okay. pull it off of the okay off of the text thread. But yeah, that was good. I laughed my ass off. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's one part of it. Yeah, and then he layers it then, right? I wish there was a better recording of this because it's just phenomenal. Yeah, I got to get a better recording of this. Oh, I sent you that the other day. I want to talk about this too. Uh, Let me pull it up first so I can read it directly. But I thought this was the most fucking hilarious thing the other day at work. This must have been Friday. So Friday... uh, out on the factory floor, they they said, "Well, hey, you know, we we use these brushes out here." And I'm like, "It's just a fucking toothbrush." <laughs> and so I go to Granger. I go to Granger. Oh, I opened the wrong link. I, I go to Granger to look this. Oh, I got it right there. I go to Granger to look up these toothbrushes, and there's like a 144 pack of them. And I'm like, "They look like this." They're like, "Yeah." I'm like, "73 bucks for 144. Great." Here's the description. Flexible plastic makes it hard to burn down the toothbrush for a weapon or scrape it into a shank. That's the exact... <laughs> didn't I send that to you? That's the yes, exact fucking did. description on Granger. And I'm like, what the fuck? That is awesome. Right? I'm like, the, they know what it's like to work here was my quote, right? Yes. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> I thought that was amazing. All right. You're going to get back to this baseline I, thing. I got to see right, if I... Can. Stuham, and I'm here in Kaawa. Uh, I'm going to fast forward. God, this takes me back.
So yeah, that's just him on right. a bass by himself playing that, which is insane to me. All right, well, here we go. Fire truck! <laughs> and I, I said that to another group, and there were crickets for a while, and somebody's like, you shouldn't be making fun of handicapped people. I'm like, that wasn't me. <laughs> Once again, just like, from, just like from the butthole headquarters. Like, that wasn't me. Like, that was it. <laughs> From your butthole headquarters. <laughs> right. That wasn't us. We're at that time of the year, too. Right. I wonder if they'll replay that commercial. Fire the truck! <laughs> they might. Let's <laughs> 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 so we'll be adding that drop to the board here pretty soon. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Try not to have too much fun. I got oh, space for nine more drops. So the thing that's on everybody's brain is how the hell did Detroit beat Green Bay today? Green Bay's offense has to be one of the worst in the NFL, though. Like, oh, worse than the Lions by far. The miscues. And, and you had to feel bad for Aaron Rodgers because, like, right. you know, he's good. And he's going to end his career with that. Just a poo-poo player of that, wide receivers. Guys that can't even run a route. And their, their top receiver went out with an injury early in the game as it was. And yeah. their top receiver still wouldn't be – their top receiver would probably be number two or number three at best on many other teams. So there you have it. Could you imagine if he had Amon Ross A. Brown? Right. Although I mean, seriously, he's – Although I did notice today he struggles with route running. Like, he needs to be coached up a little bit better. He will be. I mean, yeah. he's, he's new to being the number one right. guy. I said that I said that to a group chat I was in. I'm like, I'm going to say it. I'm like, I'm going to say Brown is not the best route runner in the world. And like one person's like, how dare you? Another one's like, nope, I've noticed that too. Yeah, I, I have too. Yeah. And, you know, I like Jared Goff. I do too. I'm not going to lie. I, I, at first I was like, what the hell are they doing? But really, I think that they upgraded from Stafford. Well, I think we're seeing it too with the way Stafford's playing with the Rams. I mean, well, and and we literally are seeing it right now. They're absolute um, garbage. But like, he doesn't make the mistakes that Stafford did. Right. He doesn't have he doesn't have a Megatron to throw to. <laughs> Excuse me. He right. no longer has a Hawkinson even to throw to. Hawkin Hawkinson. I can't believe they fucking traded him. I can. I. I guess they, all, they weren't going to re-sign him, right? That's the that's the bottom line. The analysis they weren't going to re-sign him. They weren't going to re-sign him, and so get something for him, right? And but dear God, if they pick a tight end again in the first round, I'm just <sighs> going to start liking the Texans or something stupid. As like uh, as Kid Rock would say on uh, what, what's that song where he talks about the uh, three different kids with three different kids with three different men? History repeats itself again. Yeah, yeah, it's. If they do that again, I'm done with the Lions. But what I'd really how like many to, times have we said that in our lives? But I, I like Dan Campbell. I like Jared Goff, and I think that if they build on them, and you know, I, it pisses me off to hear people already are like, well, "We got to get rid of truck. Dan Campbell." Right? Why? Who would win with the team that we have? I'm still looking at fantasy football. You're right. Uh, now I think that. Everybody on the defensive side of the ball needs to be fired. Coordinators, coaching wise, yeah, don't fire Hutchinson. Jesus Christ! Well, no, you can't. You don't want to fire him, right? I mean, he is he had the an interception right today. Now. Yeah, only two tackles though, which kind of uh, kind of sucked. But he gets double teamed a lot, though. He gets double teamed a lot, and he gets, uh, you know, really today you just had, uh, you know. They were throwing the ball so fast. So the only, yeah, uh, they were. Uh, they were. And, uh, well, Rodgers is running for his life back there. I mean, god damn. Ugh. Well, and it is Rodgers. He does not get sacked a lot. No, he should be tapped in the sack a lot, but. Mainly for that hair. <sighs> yeah, I don't trust people that live in Michigan and say they're Packers fans. They live in the lower peninsula. Sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll put a qualifier on that. Western half of the Upper Peninsula. That's fine. That's adequate. Yeah. Well, you're closer to Green Bay than you are Detroit. Right. Well, and a certain somebody's like claims to be a Packers fan because, well, she almost moved to Wisconsin because she was dating a guy and it turned out recklessly, as you can imagine. So So that makes you a Packers fan? Yeah, I guess so. Because one day we were talking, I'm like, I Lambo going to Lambo. She's like, I've been to a couple games at Lambo. I'm like, what? Why? When? 
well, I was going to move to Wisconsin. I was engaged to a guy. Turned out he was already married the whole time we were engaged. I'm like, what? So that makes you like the third or fourth worst person. Right. 37. My girlfriend sucked 37 dicks. In a, In a row? row? I do miss Junior. I don't. I, I'm, we needed a quiet night, I feel like. Yeah. You and I both opted. We, we, we've had a rough weekend. Nothing terrible. Yeah. Nothing no, terrible not, has happened. Nothing. We don't need your prayers or nothing like that. It's just, you know, some shit's happened. We'll, we'll take the thoughts. We'll get it. Yeah, we'll take we the thoughts. The we thoughts don't need and the prayers. Don't try to don't try to petition the Lord with prayer. Okay, He's got better issues than us two assholes. So, the thing is, is we we took some lumps both of us this weekend, and some of them are self chosen, my side. Some of them external, your side. Some of them mainly it's me beating myself up, and I'm I, you know. It's a happy thing that my son is 15, but that's also one of those things that's accelerated my thought of time is just flying by. The fact that... And I'll warn you about something. Right. That does not change ever. But I just want to... So, although she... I know she's terrible, but the one that gives me all the hard times complains that I don't live in the moment enough. And that's 100% true. I should see, probably I, live in the moment a little bit more. Now, see, I, I would go the opposite way of that. I really? think you are very much... You live in the moment because... You tend not to have, though you tend to overbook yourself, it's not like you have, you know, it's not like you have all these things that are on the calendar that you're going, okay, well, I've got this to do a month from now and I've got that to do. You you tend to book yourself like in the short term. I can't. I can't look that far ahead. And you know, I will die. If I were to think about all the things I have to do between now and December 1st, I would die because oh, yeah. that's... Now on December 1st is probably 150 different things. I always take, I chunk it. I learned this. Break it off in little manageable chunks. Yeah. Two or three days. We'll, we'll worry about, you know. But I also, one of the exercises, and we've talked about this religiously on this podcast, as far as me rehabilitating myself, becoming a better person, becoming a better human, honoring commitments, I make sure that I look forward and my schedule's tight and I'm where I need to be over the next two or three days. Like, I rarely ever miss things I commit to. Have you known me to ever? Like, because I just blatantly dropped the ball or missed something. Um, I've seen you do it once or twice in a lot of years of knowing you. Yeah. But that's with a lot of balls in the air. Yeah. And, you know, it's one of those things that I, I think that it goes back to the conversation we had earlier that if you say no, yeah, you're afraid they'll stop asking. and. You, you definitely have that fear. I definitely have that fear. I have fear. the fear of becoming irrelevant, even though I'm not yeah. relevant. So it's weird. Right. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, I'm not relevant, but I have the fear of becoming irrelevant. Yeah. So you know, I guess I'm trying to work toward... I, <laughs> I guess one of the things that I always is, you know, if I don't succeed, it won't be from lack of dedication and hard work. So I, have I... But how do you measure success? I mean, how many people look at our podcast? You, you know, here's the thing. It's the disease of more. You and I look up. I look up, and I'm like, well, fuck. We're not Joe Rogan. Or, well, fuck. We're not even, we're not even Burt Kreischer. Or, fuck. We're not even a middling. We're not even. I, don't, I can't even pick. There's a, there's oh, a podcast. Double digits in Pakistan. Right, right. Like, there's, 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 a, there's podcasts that, you know, have twice as many downloads as we do. And I'm like, well, fuck. We're not those guys. But yet, we're also at the spot. We're on a ladder. We're on a fucking ladder. We're on a pyramid. There's people down there looking up at us saying, well, fuck, we're not those guys, you know? So it's all relevant. Yeah, they must be living the life. But success is relevant, right? So if we think we're successful, then we're successful. I don't know. I don't feel it yet because there's still some things that I'd like to achieve. But does that mean that we're not successful? You know, one of the things that we I can say with 100% certainly, we're successful at podcasting religiously. Getting three podcasts out a week, every single week, on time. Whether and we, people want them or not. Without fail. Like, <laughs> right. Well, there's a lot of things that we're successful with the podcast with. We're consistent. Are, are we making our living with it? No. Absolutely not. Are and, we working towards that possibly happening? More so than a lot of people. Right. I mean, we, we knew going into this that it wasn't going to be... This you know, isn't going to be what, what, I mean... Well, we knew but, going in it wasn't going to be three months and this is what we're doing for a living. No, no, no. We're also hitting the, we're hitting the crucial tipping point where you read, I read. If you come into this thing as relative no ones, which we are, yeah, uh, you, you can expect your podcast to not 
reach some level of acclaim or success, which would mean being able to be probably your primary job till between the two to five year mark. We're yeah. hitting two years right now, so we still collectively could have a long ways to go, and I understand oh, yeah. that. You know, it's a good thing we enjoy it. No, thoroughly. It's our it's our it's our therapy. It's our it's our everything. Which I was just going to bring up that next point. I know that November nineteenth was the first time two years ago we released podcast. But what date did we record that first podcast? I know that it had to be right about now or close to right about this time. Yeah. I I want to say it was the end of October. It was right before Okay. right before uh Halloween. Halloween. So and we did our first 20-minute episode, then we came back in like a week and did another one. Came back a week after that and did another one and then and we remember, started releasing. So we were sitting in this very spot in this very bar. And it was empty. It was closed. Mm-hmm. And it was just you and I. And, well, happy anniversary. It's been over two years, man. Cheers. It fucking two years ago. Two years ago, we recorded our first episode. Yeah. That's just crazy to think. I didn't think either one of us had the attention span to be doing this what? still. What? What'd you say? You? Yeah, what the fuck is this? So, uh, and it was just us sitting here with the, the equipment we use for Thumb Tailgater Sports. I, I think we had the fucking... The, the Behringer board, or you had your board, your board, but it was yeah. one of the older boards, and you just had your computer, and we had our fucking headsets on, the, the, the headset microphones. Yep. And now look at how far we've come. I mean, Thank God for wild. beef jerky. We had something to talk beef about. Beef jerky, yeah. The ex- <laughs> Why is beef jerky so expensive? Uh, so it, it is. I mean, but how do you measure success? So vis-a-vis, I also did some math, and we're going to be rolling right around 300 episodes, uh, between Christmas and New Year's or right around then, I, I noticed. So Yeah. Yeah. Not that I don't, we don't have to celebrate everyone, but it's kind of nice. I mean, the 50th was obviously massive. Um, I thought 100th, 100 was a big deal. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know. I mean, I mean. We I'm, skipped 200, went to 250. Yeah, we didn't celelebrate 200. Uh, Which but, the 250 was a good time. I thought more people might show up. Right. But I mean, we had a lot of people there just for us. Do we really need to do anything for 300? I don't know. I don't think so. Mm. I don't feel the need. Mm. Maybe. Mm. I mean, let us know. I mean, maybe we should just have a holiday blowout and say it's our 300th episode holiday blowout, whatever. Our Yeah, our 300, 300 episodes of Futility holiday special. But obviously, I mean, the story's not complete yet, so. That is true. I would like it to be some days. I mean... I wonder what it's all worth. I do a lot, and uh, I I still do it though. I, I still hey, here we go. I still do it. The Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Uh. All right, that's fantastic. I need to get that drop, right? The Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh Speaking God, of holiday specials. What, what episode did we talk? We talked about this what last year before Christmas? Was it last year just before Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we've talked about this. What a train wreck! Holy shit, it's so bad. I gotta fast forward to where. Itchies on there. Oh, God damn it! We're gonna. Re- I like it. Let's do it. Let's replay it. Fuck it. Run it back. Like they can't. They can't even put subtitles up, but they have all these weird computers and <laughs> gadgets. Uh. This is so weird. So I. Here's I gotta look this up the points here though because they they were just showing uh, they're showing every touchdown right now highlights on football, so I had um, I had New England's defense today they gave me forty one points Holy I've never gotten forty <laughs> well they had Stafford throwing them the ball I mean <laughs> throwing the ball against them ah shit right wait whose defense did you say you had uh, I had New England's they oh played, New England's they played New Indianapolis England's. and they scored forty one points let's see what did they do here three points allowed nine sacks an interception. Touchdown, block kick, four down stops, eight tackles for losses, seven three and outs. Ha! <laughs> Damn. Damn. Oh, hot take. Next time we DJ, I may use the regular board. Okay. 
just because I'm anxious to see if that has a significant audio difference over this one. Okay. Because I don't know if this is good. This is good. This board, no, no, well, this board was built for podcasting. Right. I don't, I've wondered that too. Maybe using the old, uh, the old Mackie or the old Behringer board or whatever would, uh, might, might make them that fucking equipment yeah. sound even better. I, that's what I'm thinking. Because that's what that, those boards were designed for. Yes. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. I think so. Plus, it's got like a, you know, a 12-band EQ built into it and other stuff that I, I think would be handy. Right. It would be very handy. So, you know, just side note for those of you who are interested in, uh, well, you know, you tech know, talk. Yeah, our other, our other life here. We have other lives? No. Mwah, mwah. This is music you get off the uh, Star Wars holiday episode. Nice. It's horrible. You know what's great about having kids? When you meet up with somebody, like, especially like a female you tend to like potentially maybe like, and they're all talking, 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 and all of a sudden something gets brought up about, and they're like, well, dad farted in the car just before we got here. And I'm like, why would you tell that out loud? <laughs> You sons of bitches. Your kids still do that to you at that age? Yes. Oh, boy. They love to rap me out with shit. Yeah. Well, I can see They're that. like, I, Candy, I don't eat that shit. They're like, Dad just ate a whole half a bag of gummy worms on the way here. <laughs> you assholes. Damn it. Right, you ate the other half, you son of a bitch. And you've got braces. You're not supposed to. <sighs> kids these days. I don't ever rat you out to your mother. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> My kids are pretty good about that. Just like today, my daughter, or yesterday, my daughter, I'm like, hey, where are your glasses? She's like, uh, they're at home. I'm like, well, why aren't you wearing them? They're broken. I'm like, what's broken on them? She's like, well, I'll show you. I'm like, does your mother know? No. I'm like, why the fuck are you telling me then? Now I'm an accessory. Jesus Christ. Oh, man. Right? Don't bring me into this shit. Can you still be an accessory when you've been divorced that I, long? I think so. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, she definitely thinks I'm a tool. Well, yeah. She's not alone. Wah, wah. She looked pretty happy tonight when I... It's her birthday today, though. Happy birthday, Kylie. Happy birthday. <laughs> she, uh, I dropped the kids off, and they were going to go do trivia at the Moose Lodge in Carroll there. And uh, her fiancé was driving the van that I paid for. Nice. He looked happy, too. Oh, well. Good. You know, I'm glad that somebody can live their dreams on my dime. Yeah, that is nice. Right? I mean, I'm miserable. I'm a miserable cunt over here, but, you know, they're living their dreams, so. Yeah, well. Because they just bought a really nice house with a pool, and probably the house, honestly, the fucked up part about it is, it's exactly the house that my ex-wife and I always talked about buying. Hmm. Hmm. So she, she's living your dream. Well, I guess. I mean, it was hers, too. Essentially. Yeah, well, she's she's living her dream, their dream, her dream, our dream, with a proxy standing. Yeah, well, you know, at least now she's married to an engineer. Oh, well, not quite married yet, but yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He have, they graduated four <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy. He's a real engineer. <laughs> I could engineer circles around that pud. Well, that circles aren't hard to draw. <laughs> you ever tried freehand drawing this fucking circle? Here's I, all the, I can do that here's, wrist flip thing. Yours probably all end up looking like Pac-Man. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Mostly <laughs> just because <laughs> I get hungry halfway through and take a piece of the pie. <laughs> right? Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> nom, nom. <laughs> oh, man. And then they try to serve you the piece of pie that I'm pretty sure if it was a pie chart of what you would do if you won the lotto, it would be donate to charity. That's yes. Mitch Hedberg. Sorry. <laughs> well, a lot of truth to that. Right. You know, you go to, uh, you go to like Liberty Lanes to get cheesecake when they have cheesecake. Right. Because they never do anymore. And the old, the, on the little display, it's like this big meaty piece. Yeah, like a third of the damn. And, and they give it to you and it's like a sliver and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. 
It's like not even fourth fork width at the yeah. back of it. Like the, the one that they show you means they cut it into like eight pieces, the whole thing. And the one they serve you means they cut it into 20. Yes. <laughs> and you can hold up the end of it. Right. And it's transparent. Yeah. yeah, you can see right through it. <laughs> like, yeah. Motherfucker. It's that way up until about the halfway point. <laughs> You're like, how do you even cut it this thin? Oh, boy. Ah, boy. They have a surgeon they hire in the back and pay him six figures to come in and slice the pie real thin and cheap. Right. So I have a theory. Like, if I go, if it's like self-serve uh, slice pizza, like, you know, if you go to like a gas station oh, yeah. and they got the little rotating thing, which when it stops rotating when you open the door, reach in and grab your own slice. Like, if there's a couple slices there, if there's a bigger one, I won't necessarily take the bigger one. But if there's a, if there's a, if there's the goober from the end of another piece still there with some toppings on it, if I take that smaller piece, I'm going to take that goober too. Oh yeah, for sure. Every time. You ever that goober of cheese and toppings right there? Now, do you do you scope the toppings like? Oh, one hundred percent. This one's only got three pepperonis. Right. One was cut in half. This one's got like seven. Like I did that. As a matter of fact, I did that tonight because we went to my mother's place for dinner, and she'd just gotten back from Minnesota from visiting my sister, so. She almost was embarrassed because she didn't have time to make my son a cake or make dinner, but she brought pizza because she didn't get home till like 3.30. Brought pizza and an ice cream cake from DQ. I'm like, this is all great. So my son asked for a piece of pizza. I scoped it out, and I, it, since it's his birthday yesterday, I gave him the fucking deluxe piece with the best toppings and best right. width and everything. Right. I'm like, yeah, you deserve this, buddy. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, being 15 is such a milestone. Right. <laughs> Well, he's only going to turn 15 once, but yeah, well, he that's a, true for every age. Yeah, <laughs> true. He had a great it's day. Not, it's not like junior year of high school. <laughs> it's so fucking crazy because yesterday, like, we got up and I made breakfast. I made uh, I made sausage hash with uh, like extra hash browns, and you crack some eggs on it. And shit, he loves that. You know, oh, a little yeah. bit of Cajun seasoning. We had that for breakfast, and we knew we were doing lunch because we were going to uh, Mikey's daughter's birthday party yesterday, which was at the Blue, which the power was out, which a whole other story. Uh, not my story to tell, but. We'll have Mikey or Emily tell that one. So I'm like, we went to Walmart because we had to get a gift for his mother for today because I, I always make sure that the kids still get their mother something for their birthday, which it's probably not my responsibility at this point, but. Mm, no, but it's, I'm not it's an still asshole. a nice thing that you do it. I'm not an asshole. It makes you a nice guy. Right. I mean. And what's, I mean, what's spending 20, 25 bucks going to fucking hurt me? Whatever. Right. You know. Um, so we did that. And we had to get a gift for uh, Mike and Emily's daughter. And so after that, uh, we're like trolling through. And I'm like, hey, how does, a, how does a blizzard sound from DQ? And he's like, we can do that? I'm like, fuck yeah, it's your birthday. We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I drove through, got him a blizzard from fucking DQ. Then we went out to the birthday party and there was pizza. Hold on. What, what kind? He got the uh, cherry, uh, very cherry chip. Oh, he loves that one. Yeah. Not a bad choice. He said very cherry chip. So I just got an unsweetened iced tea because, well, I'm fat and I don't need more calories. So, so, hmm. yeah. Pussy. Right. <laughs> so, so then we go and he has pizza. And of course, we're there and it's a disaster and they're running late. And we literally had to leave. The party was supposed to, I thought the party started at one, but I texted in the morning because I lost the invite, which I found it today, the very first place I looked. I looked for it all day yesterday, could not find it. Party starts at 2. We have to pick up my daughter at 4 o'clock in Bay City. So I'm like, if it's 2, we can only be there for like 45 minutes, and we're still going to have to bust ass to Bay City. Yeah. Of course, we get there. The power's out. It's a disaster. So the pizza comes out, and I tell Ben. I'm like, Ben, you can get away with this, but I can't because there's like 60 people there. I'm like, just go ahead and hop in line and be one of the first ones. Like, the old people will never say anything to a kid. So I made, right. sure, that, I made sure he got his pizza and everything. I ended up eating his crust, and that was about it. Because I couldn't hop in line because these old fuckers were there. And they would, here's the god damnedest thing. And there are a lot of people we see out at the blue, too. The people that want to commandeer the fucking round table. Mm-hmm. They go through a pizza buffet, and I timed the one lady. It took her seven and a half minutes to make her way all the way through the pizza buffet. Holy shit. And there were only five different pizzas and, like, a kind of dip, chips and dip. And I'm like, what the fuck is taking this long? Uh, well, you know. I don't know if I want... What's that one again? She asked the same... What's that one again? She asked what this one pizza was four times. What would Teddy Roosevelt get? <laughs> well, Teddy Roosevelt didn't like pizza. He thought it was un-American. <laughs> Fucking Italians. And it's not even Italian. Not really, no. So so anyway, that was amazing. So I didn't get any pizza. We had to bust ass out of there at 245. 
make our way to fucking Bay City, pick yeah. up my daughter. So then we go to Meyer because oh, we needed something at Meyer too because they, they're Bay, Bay City John Glenn's right beside a Meyer, which is where their house is going to be too, right in that area. And I'm like, well, we're at Meyer, we can't stop here and not get sushi because the Meyer sushi is pretty fucking solid for fucking grocery store sushi. So they're like. Well, yeah, Meyer sushi's good. Oh, yeah. So they're like, can we get one of these packs and these packs? And it's like, this is like the $14 and the $16 pack. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like $30 worth of sushi. Sure, why the fuck not? I'm like, yeah, we'll have some for later, too. Get home. There's like four rolls left. Yeah. So they fucking, these two kid, fucking teenagers just hammered down all this goddamn sushi. You will learn, Phil, that leftovers are not something. Right. So Mary made a big old pot of chili today, right? Right. Really, really good chili. Holy shit. So I horked down two bowls, and she's like, well, I guess I didn't make too much of that. And I'm thinking, you made a huge pot. I had two bowls. Yeah, we have Anthony home this weekend. Right. And Andrew around, so yeah, nothing was left. So then, then my son, of nothing. course, we get home, and it's his birthday dinner. So we go, where does he want to go? He wants to go to Forster. So I'm like, these kids have been eating all day. Like, they're not going to eat much. Like, Ben ordered the wet burrito out there, and he housed probably... 80% of that mm-hmm. thing. And then Natalie ordered this, and it was really good. She ordered this, uh, the, the sirloin, or the grilled grilled uh, grilled New York strip uh, salad. She She's big into getting salads. She probably ate half of that fucking thing, and I'm just like, and it came in a big-ass bowl. And I'm like, holy shit. Damn. And then the person who I invited, I, I invited the person a couple, apparently a couple weeks ago, and it got brought up. And I said, yeah, you're more than welcome to come. She made a cake, which was nice for Ben. Went out of her way to make a cake. So, and she's, brought that. She's trying pretty hard to, like, be able to disappoint you again. And that was her and her daughter were there, which it was a great time. They were great company. Oh, yeah. So, it was a lot of fun. But, uh, but yeah. So, I guess the moral of the story is, I watched my son eat a lot of food yesterday, and I was impressed. Yeah. And he's skinny as a rail. Jesus Christ. Well, I'm amazed even when, you know, Anthony's cutting weight right now. So he's down from like 240 to like 205. Yeah. And uh, got to get down to 197. Still eats like a damn cow. Right. You know, but he's like, well, I burned so many calories right now. It's like, you son of a bitch. Stop bragging. son of a bitch. And here I am. So if you want to tally it up yesterday, what I ate, I had... I had a little bit of the, the sausage hash in the morning with my son. Probably uh, of the pan that I made, I probably ate maybe a th- not even a th- qu- little over a quarter of it. He had probably half to two-thirds of it. There was some left over in the fridge, which I'll eat probably tonight when I get home and go, um, 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 um. Um, and then, of course, two bags of chips, uh, medium blizzard, and then, of course, a bunch of sushi, sushi. Half a package of Pringles, and then a wet burrito last night, and two slices of cake. That's some good work, isn't it? It is. <laughs> That's solid right there. That that is pretty good, actually. I uh, and and what I ate yesterday was that that hash and uh, a unsweetened iced tea, two sushi rolls because I managed to like break their stare and gaze long enough to steal two away, and then last night I had a half order of perch. Uh, with a baked potato, corn on the side, and a uh, soup like a, uh, I don't know, kind of like a, like a throw together, like a, a wedding celebration kind of soup, P- cup of that. That's what I ate yesterday, and I probably gained two pounds. Oh, and two, I had two beers. I had two Coors Lights with dinner. I probably gained two or three pounds. Oh well, you know, I mean, it happens, right? Although the perch was really good at Forster last night. A new version of what is available. My computer just gave me a message. Ah, boy. Ah, boy. So, you're doing two games this week. Right. What, what, do you, what is it you're doing? So, on Friday night, I'll be going to New Lothrop. I'll be doing Laker at New Lothrop, which is Elkton Pigeon Bayport at New Lothrop. I don't even know what's New Lothrop. You probably know what their mascot is because they're champions at everything. Hornets. The Hornets. So, I'll be doing that Friday night for Thumbtail Gator Sports, and that'll be with, uh, with uh, John Crazier. And then Saturday, I'm going to be on Sound Like Broadcasting 92.5 with Mikey Smith, Eddie Fury, 
And we will be going to Martin for Bay City versus Martin in an eight-player Division One semifinal game. Nice. Love doing the semifinal games or finals oh, yeah. or semifinal games are always. There's so much. Now, is, this, a, is it neutral site in eight man or no? No, eight player is still uh, highest playoff points gets the home game in eight player. They do neutral sites on eleven player football still though. Yeah, yeah. So this is Lucas Nickel, Bill's criminally insane friend from prison. Jesus Christ! Ah, boy. So uh, the eleven-player game is a regional final, though. Just to put that in, because eight-player is a week behind, is a week ahead of the championship for eleven-player here in Michigan. Yeah, which has never made a whole lot of sense to me. Still doesn't. I had some fun with the game the other night. I got some comments on it, just some off-color comments, just to break up the monotony. Because, I mean, let's face it, Ubley beat the shit out of Michigan Lutheran Seminary. So yeah. I mean, I not, saw that. not a lot to say in a 49-6 game, right? Or 49-14, I think it ended up. No, that one you can pretty much phone it in. But, the, the, but so here's what you, it's 49-14, but MLS scored the last touchdown of the game. So that tells you how the game went. Well, I think Ubley's really got a shot at the whole thing. I really do, too. After putting my eyes on him on Friday night, oh, yeah. I think so, too. They're, they're a solid unit. They're just as good every bit of the team I saw two years ago that went to the went to Ford Field, so Yeah. This is Lucas, Bill's criminally insane friend from prison. I miss Bill, mostly in the shower. What the hell is that? I can, you, can you is that one of those things you can type in names like an ad lib thing? Yeah. Oh nice. <laughs> well no, you just type stuff in. Oh. Like we could have it read anything. Like, like I will have it read a comment, the first comment from the uh, Star Wars. Like suck my ass and lick my balls. Let's see. Let me let me copy this over. The man instructs the audience with a saddened and monotone voice. He knows exactly what's going to happen next after this message. <laughs> Ah, boy. Oh, here, here's a longer one. This will be good. We have a lot of fun with these at work. That's great. Every minute feels like an hour. I've never felt the fragility of my own mortality more acutely. Have I been watching this for 10 minutes or 10 years? I feel my soul untethering and being pulled into some icy void. I scream, but there is no God to help me. There is only Lumpy. <laughs> there is only Lumpy. That makes a lot of sense if you've ever seen the Star Wars Holiday Special. Right. You know, because it's still good. Because it's part of I'm sending a snap right now. Sorry. The Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. Why do I feel the need to call this place? I'm not checking to see if some a certain someone has texted me. I'm mm -hmm. pretty sure she's done texting me for the night. Mm -hmm. That's okay, though. I got bigger fish to fry. I wish I could be funny right now. I, I want to be funny again. How can I be funny again? Do I need to, like, write some material? Um... Maybe. Oh, gross. I used to be funny. No, I've never been funny. Don't kid yourself, right? What's funny, though? That is very abstract when you think about it. <laughs> it is. What is funny? I mean, some of the most um, obscure or even throwaway lines are things that I don't even remember saying. On the podcast, people will present to me and they'll be like, they'll say it and they'll be like, that's pretty good. I'm like, well, you said it. I'm like, I did? Wow. Yeah, I've had that happen too. And it's like, oh, okay. I'm a funny motherfucker. That was, that was solid. I'll take that. That could have been me. <laughs> With what? Get ready. Woo! We are tour and we're doing it better. Booze. Now, Buddy Landell, it's so hard for me to sit back here. And this studio Is this like an 80s WWF promo? Uh-huh. You know the 80s WWF promos year, were the best. I spent more money on spilled liquor 
Is this the Million Dollar Man? No, this is uh, Ric Flair. It is Ric Flair. You talking to Okay, I get it out. Yep. Wearing diamond ring, wearing kiss stealing, woo, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Woo! He was a, he was, you know, Ric Flair. It wasn't because he was the greatest tactical wrestler or physical being. It was because of the promos he could cut. Because that motherfucker. I mean, no one believed in Ric Flair more than Ric Flair. No. And he was not a good looking dude. No. Still we're isn't. We're talking to the Rolex we're in. Diamond ring we're in. Kiss stealing. We're in. Wheeling dealing. Limousine riding. Jet flying son <laughs> of a gun. And I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. <laughs> when he said alligators Woo. down, does that mean his boots? Yes. Yes. Because the alligator boots were the big deal back in the oh, day. Oh, yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> holding these alligators down. I did not have alligator boots. Well, I couldn't afford that shit. Nope. Me neither. Can we afford it now? No. Oh. I just checked. We cannot. How much is they? Um, well, I can't even get a, a, a day with Steve Gutenberg, so n not like we can crowd crowdfund it with our fucking fans to to get us a pair anyway, right? Maybe if we had a pair of those. Steve Gutenberg would just want to hang out, right? He's like, "Well, you're alligator boot wearing. I want to hang out with you, motherfuckers." Are you jet flying yet? <laughs> right. Hmm. That would probably help spell it correctly. Right? I gotta see what a pair of alligator shoes run, like real ones. Right. Uh, alligator... No, that's snakeskin. Ugh, gross. No, 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 no. On the cheap side, 80 bucks. Ooh, that's imitation though, right? Yeah. That's like cod that they made to look like alligator. Correct. Uh, 319 bucks. 449. 459. Let's spring for a pair of 449ers. Okay. In our size, they're probably more though. Probably. Gross. Ooh, ostrich is fucking expensive. Really? Indulge us. How much does ostrich cost? Uh, four fifty nine. I thought it was alligators, but it was ostrich. Who? What? What's the advantage of ostrich? Does it look good? No. So it's very bumpy. Yeah. So I don't get it. Me either. So you can say I'm wearing ostrich, ostrich skin boots? Ostriches. Right? Ostrichers? Yeah. Ostrichers? Man, no thanks. I don't think they look that good. Right? They do have great reviews, though. Uh, for what? Like softness, wear, like overall appearance, durability? My husband loves these boots. Thanks for reading the most generic thing you could possibly ever. <laughs> my husband loves these boots. That, that's just like, uh, my cousin loves this podcast. Like, thanks, fucker. The service from Harrison's Shoes is fantastic. So now it's about the service, not about the product. I, I just know um, what's advantageous about ostrich. Comfort seems to be the, but that doesn't seem to have. Why would they have anything to do with the outer part of the boot? Right. I'm confused. Right? Yeah, I don't like it. Okay. I wouldn't get ostrich. They're very bumpy. Like where all the all the feathers were. Yeah. Like you can see all that and it. it's very bumpy and weird. That's off-putting. Yeah. Kind of freaks me out. Oh, look at this. Kansas City playing tonight. The Chefs versus the Titans. This is the game of the week. Five and two versus five and two. Chefs versus Titans. 
um, the flaming thumbtacks, as I like to call them. Tits hands. Look, yes. look at their look at their logo. It looks it like is. a flaming thumbtack. Yeah. Or some kind of weird butt plug. Right. And the Kansas City Chiefs logo looks like a bunch of the rocks I used to find back in our woods. Yeah. <laughs> the sharp rocks. The sharp rocks. Those are the cutty cut rocks. All right, we're in an hour. Fuck it. Let's get the hell out of here. It's been a terrible episode. Mm. It has been. Sorry about your luck. Somebody will like it. Promise to do better next time. Not me. <laughs> Not me. Fuck you. All right. Well, thanks to all our guests here tonight. <laughs> He's Adam Pilkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Thanks for listening to Two Assholes on a Podcast. This is the PNA Podcast Express. Make good choices. 